Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Well, hello there. Welcome to our Royal Coronation TC Book Sale Weekend Edition of Tech Talk for 2023. We probably have way fewer people listening live than we normally would because of those two things. I myself am on a short nap after, or back from a short nap after watching the coronation live. And, of course, many of you will be heading out to the Times Colonist uh, book sale. Great to have that, uh, that event back here. It's at the Victoria Curling Club. If you're listening to us, whether you're listening to us live on Saturday, May the 6th, or Sunday afternoon the 7th, it's going on both days there. Glad to have you along, either one of those, or via the podcast, which is when I suspect many of you will be picking up, probably having a nap after watching the coronation of King Charles III and Queen Camilla. Sounds strange to say that, but that's what it is. Joining me this weekend, none other than... Charles Martin. I'm the VMUG. Uh, that's a Victoria Mac and iOS use, user group program director. I'm a London Drugs in-home tech specialist, contributing editor at Apple Insider, and the voice of the Apple Insider daily podcast. Yes, I've been listening to that. Good stuff on there. Glad, to, glad to have you here. I, that, what I like is mostly it's straight news, like what you guys do. But then I'll just uh, then there's a raised eyebrow in there every now and again. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Brian Pavlicic, your tech talk producer. How's Daddy? Uh, <laughs> it gets me every time you call me daddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are now. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, no, it's it's good. Uh, he's sleeping well through the night, uh, except this morning he woke me up at 5, which is like an hour earlier than usual. Oh, so you were so, not up for the coronation. Oh, no, no, no. No, no. When you're a new, da- when you're new mom and dad, any excuse for sleep, right? Yeah, if yeah. Works, I don't know if works. I would have woken up. I don't know if I ever would have woken up at 2 for to watch something. Huh? It's the only time in our lifetime probably going to see that. Well, you're young enough. You might get another one. If they were on. landing on Mars, I would get yeah. up at two for that. <laughs> Priorities. It's, it's right? on the YouTubes. I'll catch it later. Yes. Yeah. Lots of stuff to talk about. Off the top, and we'll get into some specifics later, but off the top, because tax season is just wrapping up, scammers are barraging us with fake emails and texts about refunds from the Canada Revenue Agency. Mm-hmm. And I'm really glad that a lot of people called me this week or texted me about this. So here's the blanket thing. The Canada Revenue Agency will never send you an email or a text that has a link in it. As a general rule, they will never email you or text you, period. Right. But if you have agreed to accept email communications, they will send you the occasional email saying, there's a new message in your CRA inbox. You know where to go to get it. They will not ever include a link. Right. Exactly. So to save you getting stressed... If you get an email or a text that purports to be from the Canada Revenue Agency, mm-hmm. it's a scam. It's yep. a scam. There's nowhere to report it. They say, we don't do that. It's a scam, so there's no need to reporting it to us. I put a picture of one in there, which was a very sophisticated one. You have to uh, click on the link, click on the image squares to prove you're not a robot, like pick the squares with cars, and then go through that. And then you do a web page that shows your supposed refund, instructs you to click on your bank to deposit it, takes you to a fake login page for your bank. I put the screenshot off my iPhone into item two in the show notes, and there it is looking just like the RBC Row Bank sign-in, except, Charles, for the address at the top. Yes, cra-tax-enter2023.info. Yeah. Might as well just be scamcentral.com. <laughs> so please, again, and I know we say this a lot, but I get feedback from people who say, I did tell my grandpa and he did tell me about one. So it's not so much most of you listening, but who do you know that might fall for this? 
Well, and this is the other thing, is that it, when you have this discussion with people about how to protect themselves from scams, yep. they will very often come back and say, well, now I wonder if that fellow that I just talked to. Ah. Yes. So, you know, this is a good way to bring out if they may have been scammed while there's still time to do something about it, maybe. Yeah. So, there was just a ton of them this week. We I must have taken a good 15 calls or texts from people who were thinking about or yeah. in some cases partway through the process. Fortunately, nobody that I talked to this week had actually let the scammers into their computer, yes. but they were on the verge of, oh, my husband's on the phone with him right now. No! Go take the Stop. phone out of his hand. He's going to be angry, but take the phone out of his hand. Don't say a word. Hang it up. And then, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, lots of other stuff there. One really awesome thing, which is a great follow-up, and I was frankly surprised. Last last weekend, we talked to Gail on the air. Yes. And Gail discovered that rather strange but significant bug. She's blind, and she could not get Siri to add calendar entries to her iPhone or her iPad if the entry was for the 31st. So after the show finished, I used the Apple support app and contacted a very nice fellow uh, who said, oh, I think that's... Alex was his name. Yes. And we tried it, and he and I did it right in front of him. I t let him hear Siri, and oh. And I think he initially thought that it was a problem on, on my yes. end, operator error, things like that. But once oh. I realized... And then he actually pulled out his iPhone and tried the same thing. And then he escalated it, got, uh, got three colleagues on there. I mentioned it to, in a chat to Charles that they were going to try and, you know, see if they get it fixed pronto. And you did a really uh, neat, detailed write-up uh, for Apple Insider. I put this into, uh, into the show though, snare. Where did we put that? Item number 10. And lo and behold, when the RRU, which is a new acronym, not Railroads University, came out <laughs> two days later... Right. Lo and behold. Lo and behold. It was fixed. It was fixed. And uh, we had already, and that reminds me that to mention also that uh, my colleagues at Apple Insider helped me test it on the next beta for 16.5, yeah. which is going to be coming out probably by the end of the month, but we don't know exactly. Yeah. Anyway, they had already fixed it yeah. there. So way to go, Apple. So this brings us to a new acronym for you. This is a good acronym. Yes. This is an RRU. A rapid response update. When yes. Apple pushes out a new operating system update, because there's so many, literally hundreds of millions of people with devices, it takes a while for it to be offered to everybody, and then that takes a while to download and install. Right. So because Apple finds these security threats, or people tell them about them, they came up with a system called an RRU, Rapid Response Update, and they push it out. As soon as they have it fixed... They push it out. It's a tiny little update. This one this week was 85. They do, they do still farm it a little bit, so you don't. So not um, all 400 uh -huh. million of you can get it on the first minute that's available. But, yes, but the idea here is that the RRU is used for things which Apple has not only discovered as a security flaw, but is actively being exploited. Yes, and so this one was only 85 megabytes. So that's only the size of, of 20 photos. Yeah. If, if that, and it pushed it out, and you can tell it's an RRU because it will have a letter bracket. So Yes, they've invented those, a whole new addition yeah, to so the numbering 16, system. 16.4.1 <laughs> was the latest yes. update, and then this one was 16.4.1A. A. So 
be most of you should already have this it should have installed seamlessly this one did require a restart most of them won't if they're that small but because of the severity of the security flaws it fixes please do go to settings general software update on an iphone or an ipad and while you're there may i suggest that you turn on automatic updates uh, because yeah. that way you don't have to think about this very much. What will happen typically is um, when Apple issues a regular update, yeah. in, a, in a day or two, it will just automatically have done it. With the rapid uh, response uh, uh, update, yeah. it'll do it that night. Yeah. Now, one important thing that Apple did, and this is where, again, they get bonus points, because if you're worried that the reason you hadn't turned on automatic updates was because you were worried that it was going to restart your phone in the middle of a Zoom call or something, no. 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 When it comes time to actually restart your phone, it'll pop up and say, iOS update, blah, 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 is available. Install now yeah. or later. If it's a major update, that's true. Yeah. If it's a minor update, it will just do it in the middle of the night when yeah. no, when it is not in use exactly. but is on is yeah. being charged. Yeah. So either way, please turn on the automatic updates. But in the meantime, now, because of these security holes, it turns out they're system-wide. So Apple has also issued a matching rapid response update for Macs. Mac OS 13.3.1, brackets, A. So click on the Apple logo in the upper left, then on About This Mac, then on Software Updates. So there you go. But bonus points to Apple. Alex was a, was really wonderful. We had a great chat. And he's going, well, I'll be. I mean, they just don't expect bugs that. I, I, I love it that somebody from Victoria, B.C., specifically you and Gail, yeah. managed to stump you know, I mean, yeah. they the, 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 the people at Apple Sport mm-hmm. hadn't seen this. Yeah. And they've seen everything. Yeah, <laughs> so, and he, wow. got, he got three of his colleagues on, and they hadn't. And the other thing that really impressed me was, and I explained why I'm not just sending the feedback report, why I'm contacting you, is because this is for a lady who is blind, right. and for other people that have vision limitations or no vision, being able to add medical appointments and other things to your calendar is critical but to do it with a voice because the, the no, people because, in yeah. that situation can't do what the rest of us can That's do. Right. And he got it right away. He goes, oh, yeah, this is important. And I yeah, thought, yeah. wow, okay. Uh, the, uh, I wanted to add that when I published the article on Apple Insider that summarized all this, mm-hmm. uh, we got a, I got a lovely letter from, uh, from a gentleman who is also poorly visioned. Mm-hmm. And he, he wanted to point out, he was like, this is great. I'm so glad you're writing about this. I hope Apple fixes it very soon. But... Uh, you there is also another technology called voiceover where you could you could set up the calendar date with Siri, let mm-hmm. it be on the wrong day, and then move it later with voiceover. Yes. But not everybody uses that or knows how to use it. And so, it's a whole lot of extra steps. It's yeah, a whole yeah. lot of extra steps, yes. Yeah, there we go. One other follow-up, Brian, from last week, we talked to Rick, who had been scammed, had been tricked into giving a Facebook code to what he thought was one of his trusted friends to get into her account. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it was hackers using it to get into his account. Yuck. And so we sent him to the website that Facebook's created, facebook.com slash hacked. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, because he'd left it probably about 24 hours, the hackers had not only changed his password, but then they went in and they changed the phone number on file. Uh and they changed the email address on file. So when he went to try and get back into the uh, account through the facebook.com slash hacked, he couldn't find his account because it wasn't any longer under his email address or under 
his phone number. So what he did was he reached out, he created a new Facebook account, he reached out to several friends and made sure that they reported his original account as having been hacked. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. at least it got shut down. They shut it down, I think he said, in about 20 minutes okay. after that. So, so the, bo- the bottom line on this is if you get, because these scammers are doing this now, yeah. uh, so if you get a request from a friend through Facebook that says, I need your help to get back into my account, it is probably a scam. Don't do it. Or phone at least them. get in touch yeah, phone them. with yeah. your friend don't, in person. Don't text them because text in case them. their phones, in case they've been tricked on that end too. Right. Yeah, text them. So, and if, oh, I'm in hospital, can you buy me an Amazon gift card? <laughs> no, we had one of those this week as well. Yes. No. So and, and um, this brings up a point, which is like sometimes, you know, if you go into Microsoft and you try to, so you sign into your account, you could two-factor into your account. They're sure it's you, but then you go to your security information. They will make you two-factor again before you can change yes. important That's information right. like that. But I know I did a Facebook account for someone the other day, and I was surprised. I was like, oh. Once you're in, you can just change this information. It doesn't double check. That's right. So you can, I can see how easily yeah. once they got in once, they yeah. just they took over the account. And that shouldn't be that way, but it, it is. So anyway, there we go. Okay, lots of other stuff to talk about. We have some significant uh, changes for people on Shaw Mobile, Rogers Freedom Mobile, as the evolution of the buyout continues. I've updated the show notes there. In case you're not familiar... Uh, welcome to new listeners. Shownotes.ca. That has to be typed into the address bar, not the search box on your browser, because it's not a real website. It's a redirect to the live notes that we're literally updating on the fly as we go. So shownotes.ca, and you will find that stuff along with much more. Down at the very bottom, uh, you will find a couple things that we'll, we'll talk about because Charles is curious about this as well. Our friend Ron Fraser talked about this a few weeks ago when he was with us, Brian. This is new image uh, restoration software mm. called Remini, R-E-M-I-N-I. Well, I'm doing the project for the Vic High uh, Black and Gold Dinner next weekend, which we're honoring some great grads from years past. Yep. And I've taken on extra work for this one because of my colleague who does so much on this badly broker angle so i'm doing a lot more of the touch-up work and i i am boggled i mean i'll be sitting there my suzanne said what's wrong and i go wow because i just did another photo from you know well i put a couple of pictures there one one of the inductees it won't say who his photo from the 1950s in a big oval frame it's about 10 inches high and then the touch-up and you did yeah. you scan that photo, or yes. you took the photo yeah. of the picture in the frame and you put no, that in? No, I took it. I took the okay. picture. Okay. I took a pliers and took the staples out the back, yep. scanned it, and then ran it through Remini. I just can't say enough about it. There's a free trial. If anybody, if you've got old photos, there's a free trial that you can use it for a week, Charles. So if you've got a bunch of them, gather them all, see if you can get it all done in a week, and then you're and then you're okay. Otherwise, it's eighteen dollars per month. And so until the project's done, so I'm paying the 18 bucks. Right. I'm not going to get this done in a week. I need them done by next week. But yeah, so really phenomenal job. So take a look at those photos. And at the very bottom, a sign of the week submitted by Peter. Thank you. Peter Young. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Okay, quick break. Uh, Anne, Chuck, already on the phone lines. 250-386-1161 on Saturdays when we're live from a home phone, star 1070 from a mobile phone. Got a bunch of texts and emails here for Charles already because he's Mr. Mac. And those go to 107010107010. 10, 
please include your first name somewhere in there. And you can be anywhere in Canada to send us a text. And otherwise, emails still work. Tech Talk, T-E-C-H-T-A-L-K, at cfax1070.com. I say that because a lady called me this week and she said, I sent to TikTok, it didn't work. No, oh, yeah, it's TikTok. Tech Talk, not TikTok. That's the Chinese Well, it, it worked. It uh, just went to... Uh, who knows where. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're now a media star. <laughs> Back after this. 23 after the hour on Coronation TC Book Sale Weekend. The book sale, if you're not new to this, we strongly encourage you to not listen to us. I know that sounds weird in radio, but please... If you love books, Charles, go to the book sale. We'll be here on a podcast. I love that this weekend is like, should I watch the king get coronated or should I buy a book? (laughs) Not sure. It's very, very Canadian, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) And go to, well, going to the curling center. That's about as Canadian as it gets, eh? (laughs) Yeah. At at the Victoria. I'm just putting it in. I realize there's some of you, Victoria Curling Club on Quadra Street, right near the police station. Yes. That, that's not how you spell curling. See, I can't talk and do radio at the same time. <laughs> okay, so that is in the show notes for item number 34. If you're not familiar and want the logistics of that. Even if you're listening to it on Sunday, it's still going on. They put extra books out for the second day. People go to the Saturday, and then they go back on Sunday and get even more. It's really cool. To the phone lines, to the Batmobile. And it works better if I do that. <laughs> Anne. Hi, Anne. Sorry, fumbled fingers. Yeah, no worries. Uh, thanks for taking the call. So um, I have a, a strange issue, or maybe it's not strange. I use uh, Outlook Mail, and I have the whole Microsoft suite of stuff, but right. I'm, I'm working with all iProducts, like I have a MacBook Air, iPhone, and iPad. Sure. So uh, I get um, emails. We all get emails with links in them. And uh, on my iPad, I can open the email, tap on the link, and it opens right away, uh, as it does on my phone. On my MacBook, MacBook Air, and I'm running Ventura, everything is up to date. Now, on that one, on the MacBook, are you using the Apple Mail app, or are you using the Outlook app that came as part of Microsoft 365? Well, I I have them both on my... uh, on my MacBook Air, okay. and I have had, you know, just uh, one sort of in the background, but I mostly use the uh, uh, Apple Mail app. Okay, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, but the same thing happens on with both? both. On both. And uh, so if I click on a link, uh, so I have a link in front of me right now, as a matter of fact. Yeah, from, what happens uh, when you click on it? Uh, nothing and nothing happens and I sometimes when this first started a week or so ago I would click 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 and it wasn't opening I would flip over to my browser say I clicked three times or something I would flip over to my browser which is uh, edge yeah and um, and there it's opened three times I've got oh okay so what it's doing is it's opening for you but it's not coming up on top yeah in the background it's opening in the background that's right and that is exactly what it is supposed to do. And you've obviously set Edge as your default browser on your MacBook. Yeah, but so yeah. where's, this is the, where's the setting to say don't open links in background, open them on top? Uh, that would be somewhere in the mail settings. Uh, probably. Brian is looking this <laughs> yeah. up on his Mac right now. So this is something for everybody to know. It doesn't matter whether you're on Windows or Mac. You can tell your mail app whether, well, not just your mail map, but other things like Messenger or whatever place where you would get links. You can tell it whether you want links to be opened on top or underneath, which is called background. Right. 
and the setting is where we're looking. (laughs) Well, I've never changed anything to my knowledge. Sometimes when they uh, put an update out, they arbitrarily, being Apple or Windows, they arbitrarily decide for you, no, no, it's better to do this. It's my chief complaint about technology. It's wonderful when you give me new features, but could you please ask me before you just change this? The alternative to that, uh, so uh, besides it not opening, there's a little carrot at the bottom that you can uh, click on, you know, like a little down arrow thing. When you click on that, a window opens up and it says, uh, gives a message. In this particular case, it says uh, preview cannot be. That's right. So the idea is to give you a preview before you open it. If you yeah. wanted, so doing that. So, yep. So Brian's looking up for the, for this one here. So, um, so the command for it used to be was you just hold down command while you click the link, and it will open it behind. Yes. I haven't found a setting for it yet. Oh, so if I do command and click the link, but that's Th- that's the supposed weird thing to is make it go behind. Default. So yeah. in your case, and what happens if you do that? Does it reverse and bring it up on front? Okay. So no, I'm. Hang on a second. I so command I, I, link. Going over the same thing, yeah. command, and then click it, and nothing happens. Well, so if I something's flip, happening in gonna, the background. Yeah, I've, I'm flipping. It is now open three times. Yeah, yeah, it's underneath. Browser. Okay. Yeah. So the idea here's the thinking while we're trying to find where the switch is for everybody. This the thinking is that if there are four links in the email, then you can go click, 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 and then go down to your browser, and all four will be open. Rather than having to go click, the first one appears over top, go back to the email, go click for the second one. So that's the thinking. Let me ask you a quick question, though. Do you have right-click enabled on your mouse? Um, I don't use a mouse. I use the trackpad. Okay. Do you have two-finger click for right-click on your trackpad? Uh, let me see here. Um, hold that, hold that thought there. Well, on that, we'll, we'll find the answer, hopefully to both, when we come back after a news update. Stay with us. Tech Talk continues for Coronation Weekend after this. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. As we roll on for the TC Book Sale Coronation Weekend edition of Tech Talk for 2023. So I've put a link into, well, not a link. I've just put the information into the show notes. Item number 35. If links you click uh, on a website are opening in the background and you want them to be in the foreground on Windows while holding down Control and Shift, click on the link. On a Mac, hold down while holding down Command and Shift. And, and click on the link. T- right. Yeah, tap on the link. But uh, Anne was just telling me that uh, that wasn't working for her. It was yes. still opening in the background. This may have something to do with Edge uh, because it, it's uh, that's her default browser. I would I would ask I, I would suggest to her, and I would have done that, but we <laughs> ran out of time yeah. uh, on the phone. But um, try switching your default browser back to Safari temporarily. Yeah. And, and then, try it and then that switch way? it back. And, and I will look to back. see if there, if I can find where they've moved. Brian and I, we're all trying to find yeah. where they've moved the setting that controls whether links automatically open in the background or foreground. Yeah. One person's poison is another person's treasure. Some people go, no! And others go, <laughs> yes! And so there's no right answer. There's no wrong answer. It's whatever you prefer. We just need to find you the switch. Yeah, Apple, by default, Apple tends for you to be in the program you're in. Yeah. And so they tend to want to open links in the background so that you can you can get to them when you're ready to get to them rather than uh, yes. immediately. 
So switching back and forth is kind of distracting. Quick question for you, Charles, from Ruth. I have an early 2015 MacBook Pro running Monterey version 12.6.5. So we're talking early 2015 so well, we're on we're on seven, fourteen now. So yeah. she's two versions behind. Yeah, but she, it's twenty fifteen, so eight years old. Yeah, it doesn't look like it can be upgraded to a newer OS. You mentioned a few weeks ago about Macs older than twenty seventeen, and some concern as of this month. What do I need to do or be aware of? Well, your uh, since your Mac can no longer receive updates, uh, you are uh, within three years of needing to replace it for security reasons. Yeah. Um, so, but you're not. But that day isn't today. Right. So um, the you you should be fine. The Monterey is, uh, which is your operating system, uh, is still receiving security updates. Mm-hmm. You, I, I don't think you'll get this rapid response thing, but no. that's because it's, it doesn't affect Monterey. Right. So uh, don't worry about it. Uh, but uh, maybe start putting some money away for a replacement computer yeah. for next year. As a general rule, though, and this is depending on your pocketbook, when a device, any brand, when it can no longer get feature updates and right. it's only getting security updates right. it's walking inexorably towards the cliff yeah, it's right. going to start struggling to do things that we take for granted because the technology has advanced so far right. so while it's okay to use you don't say in your email ruth what you do on it if you're going to be doing things like doing a lot of photo editing like the kind of stuff i've been doing and video and audio then it's going to really start to bog down and struggle because the apps that do that are now expecting a much more powerful processor much more ram and you right. don't have that if you're surfing the web and doing stuff like that yeah if you're playing card games and doing stuff like that yeah, just you're fine relax, you're so fine. there we go okay Back to the phone lines and chuck hi chuck i think i hung up on you earlier if that was me sorry <laughs> him. don't blame brian it's me no, not a problem. Only two and a half hours sleep after the coronation, so my brain is not completely here. My wife would say that that's true all the time, but <laughs> at least I have an excuse today. How can we help? Um, so, question is, is um, we're going to be traveling to Europe. Yay. And I heard uh, a few times that you talked about air low. Yeah. Um, and so, um, two different directions here. One is uh, both my wife and I would have active iPhones with us. Yes. Uh, what, which model iPhones, if I can ask, Chuck? Yeah. Uh, mine is a 10XR. Yeah. Um, and hers is the 14. Okay. Um, and then my, my subsequent question is, then we also have her old 10XR. And so we were thinking of just maybe using that with Airlo. Okay. Airlo struggles. It, it technically is supposed to work, but Brian, we've had several people call in and say that they had a struggle setting up the eSIM. Uh, yeah. For the 10R. Where are you uh, going, Chuck, and for how long? Yeah. Uh, we're going to so be... We, we want to burgle your house, so we <laughs> no. want to yeah. know when you're going to be gone. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be uh, five weeks in uh, Spain and Mediterranean. Uh. Nice. Okay. So, yeah, the good news is that whatever you get will cover you for all of Europe. So... Um, Yeah, so let me read you one here. Um, You can help me out with this, Charles. This is from from Martin. Um, Hi, Alan. uh, Returned yesterday from two weeks in England and the Netherlands. I was tempted to try Aerolo, but in the end decided to get a local SIM card. 
That so, would be, that's my second choice, yes. Yeah, landed at Heathrow, looked for a cell phone kiosk, didn't find one. As I followed the signs to the London Underground, took the Piccadilly line to central London, changed to end up at Waterloo Station, asked if there was a mobile phone store close by, Vodafone store, less than one block away. Always very close to train stations. Yeah, and look what he did. After yeah. Uh, so what uh, So what he says here is uh, within minutes, they installed a SIM card. Uh, they had a one-month plan for £30. That's $51.24. Canadian. Unlimited ta- data and voice and text. He says it was helpful to be able to make local calls to friends and relatives. But yes. that was in the UK, things like right. that. He wanted to call back to Canada, so... What he did was he added 100 minutes of international calling for, get this, £3, $5.17 Canadian. So we're at $57. Right. Okay, total. And then he's covered for the entire thing. When departing for Netherlands, I again checked my account online, found I could add Europe roaming for eight pounds for eight days, another thirteen eighty four. This includes So he's at seventy now. Yeah. Twenty gigabytes of data, unlimited voice and unlimited text. Right. So he's basically can call anyone in the world. He has more data than he could possibly use in two weeks. Yeah. Uh, unless he's watching YouTube videos the entire time he's on this trip. Yeah, he says, I was able to stop the plan from renewing in Schiphol Airport in Amsterdam by going into my Vodafone account online. Overall, I was pleased with the service slash cost I had while there. Yes, I could have gone a cheaper route, a la Aerolo, but I didn't want to get into making too many changes to the cell phone settings. Sometimes paying a bit extra for ease of use is worthwhile. I'm 74. And I just want to point out that uh, the, even though he spent $70 for two weeks of unlimited everything... Yeah, uh, that would have amounted to under Rogers or uh, take any of the carriers. Yeah, yeah. That would have been four and a half days. Yeah, so not two weeks. So again, as we were saying with the with the last lady with the background or foreground app, there's no right or wrong answer. It what's it's what works for your lifestyle and your stress or lack of of stress level there. Um, but for you, um, Chuck, wanting to go there, so. Aerolo would work fine on the iPhone 14. We're, would work flawlessly. Yeah, and that's not a problem at all. And the only catch, and it's not really a catch, it's just a mind-altering, is that you can't make traditional phone calls. You have to use a calling app, Brian. So you could use WhatsApp, FaceTime, Signal, Facebook mm-hmm. Messenger, Skype, yeah, Aerolo is just yeah. data. So just you have data. to use a database system like yeah. FaceTime. Now, if you want to call your work. grandma back here who doesn't have a smartphone, then you can use Skype and call a phone number. If you're on Microsoft 365, Brian, you get 60 minutes a month of calling most countries in the world. Most people don't even know that's a benefit. Oh, yeah, I've never even used it. <laughs> yeah, 60 minutes a month. Uh, and if you need more, it's about 1.7 cents a minute for most countries. Things like, It varies depending on the country. Yep. So you're covered either way to, to do that. So if you want to call the bed and breakfast in Amsterdam and you don't have any other method of getting a hold of them, then you would just use your Skype out and, and do that. Yep. But, but that those prices are cheap. The catch is it puts your Canadian number, you would put your Canadian number on hold. You'd turn it off on your phone. Right. So it's still there, one switch away. Yep. Of being used. Right. So if you do need to get text codes or things from banks, more and more banks are doing uh, a new feature now where if you're somewhere where you can't get a text code because of using an app like Aerolo, then they will allow you to hold your driver's license. Some will send an email. 
Yeah. They're hesitant about doing that because your email could get compromised. Mm-hmm. So what they will do is they'll let you hold up a photo ID to the camera on your device and then take a picture of your face. It will ver- A human will verify that that's you and they will then resume letting you use your bank in country X. Oh, yes. That's a really good, simple system. Right. On their end, it means humans. They haven't got to the AI point yet, so right. it does mean a human has to look at the mugshot together right. with, with you. But that's great. So that's, uh, so Chuck... The, the bottom line here is that if you're going someplace and you don't need to be able to call or text in the conventional way, yeah. Arilo is a really good option. Yeah. If you do need or want to call and text in the traditional way, get a local SIM card. Yeah, and especially having those iPhone XRs. Chuck, I'll bring you back up on the board there. Having those iPhone XRs, I wouldn't recommend going the um, the Arilo route. You could do right. it on the 14, absolutely no problem. But if you wanted to make sure that your wife could go out roaming in Spain while you're somewhere else, then she should probably get um, a local SIM card there. And you can get much less than the experience of oh, yeah, this Nathan is, had. This I said Martin, it's actually Maiden, sorry. Yeah, so you could get one probably for five weeks that's probably going to be about maybe 20 euros. Yeah, something like that. That would give you... The, the prices on their data and texting and calling is insanely cheap. Yeah. Does oh, that make sorry, sense, Chuck? Yeah, I, I, cut the, I cut the tail end of that. So, uh, yeah. So good. iPhone 14, uh, your wife's, I would get her to um, use Arilo. Uh, the rates okay. are ridiculously cheap. And then for you with the iPhone XR... I would get a local a local SIM card. And when you take out your Canadian SIM, take a little tiny yep. Ziploc bag and put it in a safe place because when you come back, that's what's going to put you back onto your Canadian phone number and all the rest of the stuff on the phone will work either way. It's just the phone number that's key to that little tiny piece of plastic and metal. Yeah. Now, uh, I missed part of what, when you were talking about me using the old, an old iPhone. Yeah, so don't recommend really- using an iPhone XR on Arilo. It's It was when the technology first came in for eSIM. That was the very first phone that could do an eSIM. And we've had three yeah. people that were all able to do it, but only after uh, significant amounts of angst and texting back and forth, and one went to a store and they were not helpful, another one went to a store and they were helpful, but that was half a day away from the beach in Mexico for a week. So, yeah, so that's when it first came in. Whenever whenever uh, a new thing comes in, it, the first... And I, I will just add, as the owner of an iPhone XR... Uh, that it's time. Uh, it is about time to replace that. That's, that's a five, almost six-year-old phone now. Yeah. And they were just not designed to last that long, to be quite frank. They do. They still work. Yeah. They're great in a lot of ways, but um, especially in the camera department, I think you want something a little yeah. newer. And in terms of pricing, to cover you across all of Europe, five gigabytes of data. Well, even if you want less, three gigabytes of data, if you're going to have lots that's of That's what Wi-Fi. I use in a month. $13 US. That's good for 30 days. And then you would just get another gig for the final week, for the fifth week, for seven days for five bucks. Now, this is Arilo, so that's we're talking Arilo. about And that's Europe-wide. That's Eurolink, yeah, for your wife's phone. Just to give you an idea of the price difference between what Maiton was saying, his was about 70 total. This would be 20 US. And look into, weeks. and the last thing I'll say is, instead of, uh, uh, look into upgrading your iPhone XR, but you don't necessarily have to buy the latest and greatest. Uh, an yep. iPhone 12, an iPhone 11 would, yep. would do the job very well. Dave and Greg, you're up next when we continue on Tech Talk after this. 
back to the phone lines on Tech Talk, and Dave's been waiting patiently. Hi, Dave. Hey, Alan. How are you doing? Great. Good to hear your voice. How are you? I have a question about a power bank. Before I, before I ask you that, though, yes. um, I, called you, I called you in March before we went away, and I was um, talking to you about the confusion I had with Aerolo. Yes. After watching all of their videos and reading all of their, their stuff online. I remember. I think we had gently suggested that you were overthinking it too much. I think your, your, your gentle suggestion was bang on. Um, <laughs> what really helped is, is the thing that you, you published in show notes. It made it very simple. Um, and, oh, thank you. And it worked really well. And I, I really found that those videos on Aerolo were, were an actual disservice to the, to the app. Yeah, I think they're sort of old now, and they don't realize the world is cut up. For anybody who is going traveling, as Dave was, if you go to the show notes and then click on the tab that says Travel Tech Tips, and Dave, since you said that, I have updated it to put the QR code right in to um, the one for the Verizon one that we used in, in Canada. And that's item number six on the show notes under Travel Tech Tips. It's an updated handout there, Dave. We've had probably 15, 20 people. We should almost ask for a commission from Aerolo, I think, Charles. Yes, really. Um, But, yeah, nobody's had a problem since I gave them that handout. So thank you for nudging me to update that. No, no, it was was really good, and and the app worked really well, and and it was... I mean, for three gigabytes, for $9.35 for 30 days, I couldn't have complained. Um, you had a question about power banks. Yeah, what can you recommend um, now? I mean, you, you, the last time I think you talked about power banks, um, you had pushed one that was up at Costco. but c- They're all gone, unfortunately. The holy grail of power banks for me is one that has three things. First of all, it has the AC power plug to recharge it built in, so you don't have to go and carry a cable. It has the cables to charge your device built in so you don't have to carry a cable oh. and it's got decent power my 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 editor mike would be jumping to uh, correct you on that if the cable to charge the device is built in you will sooner or later break it and now this battery is almost useless honestly i'm going to show charles during the break because i've got two of them mm-hmm. um and i swear by them and they've been around the world i have one like that where yeah. it's uh and, where it, the, and the way the cable and the I've way the cables lucky. are designed um they're no fraying no breakage but i don't have kids or pets so <laughs> I have a cat, uh, so but. the other so the, the only other thing i will mention is that in recent years yeah. battery packs like that they used to start off being just little things that don't have a lot of power in them because it's enough to charge your phone. Mm-hmm. But now people want to use a battery pack to charge practically everything. Their yes. laptop, their iPad, their phone, whatever. Yeah, exactly. I'm showing and, Charles and, yes. the one. And check, check uh, the cables, see what This you one think. is called My Charge and I'm not sure who makes it. Uh, um, yeah, that's the one. That, but it's got a built-in wall wart right there. Yes, so I don't have to carry a, a cable either for the phone. It's got two cables built in. You can get it in either Lightning and uh, Android, or you can get it Lightning. Well, light, uh, Android would mostly be USB-C these yeah, days. Yeah, exactly. So that's what that's got, Lightning and USB-C. You get those, unfortunately, at Amazon. I cannot find a store, not London Drugs, not Costco. That, that carry these. So I will go hunting for you and put a link in the show notes. But this one is good. It's the size of um, a stack of credit cards. Yeah. A, a thick stack of credit cards, yes. to be fair. It's about three-quarters of an inch. But no, you but, won't need them to buy it because it's but not But it charges expensive. my iPad and my iPhone. 
Yeah. And it's got a USB plug in case I need to charge somebody else's device and they don't have that. I, um, I have one from a company bucks. called Excitrus. Excitrus, like yeah. Excite, but Trus. And uh, it charges my MacBook Pro as well. Yeah, okay. Brian, so, I mean, so busy helping people, I'm not watching the clock. Do we need another break? Where are we here? Where are we here? I oh, could yes, use it now. We are due for a break. I've okay. been on the phone. Well, we're taking a break. Um, <laughs> Dave, stay there. I'm going to go see if I can find that item for you. Don't put it in the show notes. Stay with us. As we continue on Tech Talk here. So the the MyCharge brand of power banks, uh, they're now showing as out of stock on Amazon, which is unusual for them. And the prices shot up to like $85. It was like 60 bucks at Christmas time. Brian, it was in our Christmas tech gift ideas. I remember that. Yep. There is a smaller one. It's still got lots of power, Charles, 10,000 milliamp. So that's enough for two full charges of... Most iPhones. Of, of most iPhones. One charge of, of an iPad. It's more like the size of, uh, of the phone itself. It would sit right behind it. It has your choice of the two cables. It's actually got three. So it's got Android and uh, USB-C on one, like a a little L, and then it's got Lightning on the other. It has a digital readout showing you in percent rather than guessing at the dots. And it's $43, and you can get $15 off that from Amazon. So not trying to help Amazon here, but it's a really good item. The other thing I should mention is if you have an iPhone 12 or later, uh, Apple sells a MagSafe battery pack that just attaches right on it. No cord. No yeah. nothing. Yeah. It's just, it just, punk, you know, it's on it and it just works. I have a wireless charger, one of those battery packs that, that I got as well. And it seemed like a great idea because in a restaurant, I could just plunk it down on top and it would charge. Like a Qi charger, yes. Yeah. But the problem is that's not often where you want to charge it. Right. And so if I put it in my pocket, then it's not aligned properly. So I actually took to carrying a couple of blue broccoli rubber bands. <laughs> to hold it in position just in the car get, yeah, or in my no, pocket for the iPhone 12 and later. Just and get then a I just got one. then I got the one with the cables, right. and so that's been my go-to. So there we go. We've okay. got a lot of lots of stuff to talk about in our second hour. More scams to warn you about. They're all in the show notes about which to warn you. Sorry, mother. Uh, we will also go through the latest changes for Rogers Shaw and Freedom Mobile. We have some good news for your wallet when we continue our number two yeah. coronation weekend of Tech Talk. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. That was the first half fast. This is the second half, probably equally fast. Thanks for joining us on TC Book Sale Weekend, also Coronation Weekend. I suspect many of you will be listening to us on a podcast, having been up in the wee hours as were my wife and I watching the coronation or you just want to just want to mention by the way we're talking about the coronation not coronation street <laughs> you guys I know, I know people that do stay up late if they've been away and get caught yeah. up on all the episodes yes and the times colonist book sale is on this weekend at the curling club so if you go in oh I didn't know that and you're listening to us in the vehicle or out for a walk feel free to turn us off go to the book sale load up help support literacy come back Brian will make a podcast won't you Oh, yes. (laughs) And then you can pick up the rest of the show on any podcast app at your convenience. And if you don't know what a podcast app is or don't have one, it will also be linked into the 
show notes. That's the last thing Brian does before leaving the station is go click and put the link. Pod- the podcasts link. are great, and I always listen to Alan's show, except when I'm on it, I guess. Uh, but I always listen to Alan's show on Monday. First, because mm-hmm. that's when I get into my work vehicle for my job at London yep. Drugs, and this is the treat of my day is that I get to listen to the show while I'm driving along. If it's more convenient for you to listen to it on your computer, on a Mac, the podcast app, you can find it there. On a Windows PC, we've tried a, a bunch of different apps, Brian, and the one that yeah. seems to work best on Windows is the free Grover podcast app. Yep. And it's free. You don't have to buy the paid version. And yep, it just and then just search for Tech Talk with Alan, one L in Alan, because my dad was Scottish, so don't waste an L. And then just hit subscribe, and it'll automatically put them there, so it'll be reminding you to go and listen if you want to. There you go. Okay, lots of stuff to talk about here. Just before we get back to the phone lines, because we always leave these important things on the end here. Uh, Telus and Bell have followed Roger's lead and have substantially reduced the cost. That's reduced, people. Yeah, word you don't hear often in technology. Reduced the cost of plans for people wanting access to their ultra-fast 5G networks. Most plans, Charles, have dropped in price by 20 bucks. Ex- well, this is exactly yeah. what they promised us. Yeah. And, here it, and now it's starting to roll out. Now, and the competitive pressure exactly. will, will probably spread to the other carriers. Rogers did first. And then Telus and Bell, within three days, did the same thing. Yep. Now, if you're a Shaw Mobile customer, we've talked about it in the past, but we went through it with my brother-in-law this weekend, and so a couple additional devil-in-the-details things that will keep you from wanting to throw things across the room. You can now migrate over to the more robust Rogers National Network if you want, and at the same price you're currently paying. My brother-in-law has moved up to Saltair north of Ladysmith. Mm. The Shaw service sucks up there. Right. And so I said, well, rather than waiting for Rogers to migrate you over along with everybody else on Shaw Mobile in the coming months, go do it now. So Rogers has committed to honoring current Shaw Mobile rates for the next five years. To switch to the better Rogers customers, you visit a Rogers store, you get a new SIM card or an eSIM QR code, your choice. Here's what you need. You need to take a printout of your Shaw Mobile bill, a page that shows your name and account number, and that phone number that you are wanting to and switch. And a photo ID. Yes. That's key. Even though Rogers is owns Shaw, and you're going from Shaw to Rogers, they're not all in the same bed yet, so they still want to see the printout of your Shaw mobile bill. It's got to have your name, account number, and phone number, okay? And you need to take your phone as well because Shaw Mobile will send a porting authorization text to your phone. You'll have 90 minutes to reply. If you don't, it won't happen. Right. The only real devil in the details that might affect some of you if you want to do this and you're on Shaw Charles is if you bought a smartphone on a two-year contract from Shaw. Right. You've got to pay it off. you got to pay it off on the next bill. Right now. Yeah. 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 Okay. Not right now, but on well, the next bill. Yeah, and, and and by that we mean if you're going to switch over to Rogers. Rogers, yes. If you're not, if you're just going to lay low and wait for them to do it for yeah. you, then you do not have to pay it off right away. But um, precisely, I would prepare. Mm. To, I would be ready to pay it off on a moment's notice when they get around to this. Yeah. Oh, a little bird just came in. Hello. Oh, hi. Um, it's nice. We can have the windows open now here at. Where when the CFAX is in the CTV building, Pandora's box in the corner, broad and Pandora. Um, freedom if, Mobile. If you're a freedom, see no no brain after only two hours sleep after the coronation. If you're a Freedom Mobile customer, you're now a client of Quebec-owned Videotron, and the new owners are starting to make the changes that were the conditions of the deal and more. The big one, 
The big one is no price, again, no price hikes for current customers for five years. This echoes what we just said about Rogers yeah. and Shaw Mobile. And? And to increase your monthly data allotment by 10%. So that has started showing up. Right. People so if you have 20 that. gigabytes of data on your plan, you get 22. Yeah. Now, here's the other part. And this is a little complicated. So our understanding was, as part of the deal, that Freedom customers, when they got taken over by Videotron, whether or not they're changing the name or not, no one seems to know, there's no mention on the website, they'd even have new owners, that they were going to let you go right onto the Rogers network. Right, Rogers has, it by uh, in yeah. order to foster competition, because Videotron yeah. doesn't have towers out here, yeah. uh, they... Uh, they wanted to. Uh, uh, they uh, the government said Rogers is going to yeah, have yeah. to let yeah. them use their network for a period of ten years. I think. It was. Now, one of the competitors, uh, a startup called Tech Savvy, yes. is appealing the, the the sweetheart deal. Their words, right. and the CRTC is hearing that, considering all of that. So, in the meantime, what they've done is they've increased the amount of nationwide data you get when you roam outside their coverage area onto Rogers. Right. They don't say you're roaming onto Rogers, but we all know that's who they are. So if you decide to drive across Canada or go up north and you go outside Freedom Area, then you will ping onto Rogers and you'll start using up your nationwide data, which is separate from your 20 however many yes. gigs of local data. It's weird. It's only temporary till they sort out this uh, fight in the yes. background with Tech Savvy. So most people are getting two to five extra gigs of nationwide data. If you are on Freedom, please, if you're going to be going traveling, go into item 14 on the show notes and click on the second link uh, outside their coverage area under Rogers. More on that here. And that will give you the details so you'll know what plan you're on. It'll tell you how much extra you're getting. That's yeah. key. Uh, I will also direct people to uh, two items. One is item 15. I can't find the other one, but um, if you're going to Jordan River... Or Number Port 16, Renfrew, this is good news. This is, again, we're full of good news this week. Well, the other one I, I want to... I don't know where it is, but um, Rogers has also, I've just been informed yes. by one of my clients, built a tower out in Souk. Seven. Seven towers. Seven towers between Souk and Port Renfrew. This was not easy because no. of logistically where it was, getting power, backup power, and all that. So cell and these service... these are online now. Cell service, including 5G service, is now available along the full 70-kilometer route of Highway 14 from Souk to Port Renfrew. Nice. Price tag, the province put in $5 million. Rogers installed, uh, Rogers spent an additional 695000 So right. that's the cost of staying connected, but that's really important for search and rescue. It's really important for 911. It's really important just letting people know well, you're going to be late. All of my clients uh, who live out in Otter Point in that area had to be on TELUS because of yep. Because there wasn't a Rogers Tower. There wasn't on anything. But tower. there's lots of gaps in between there because there was nothing. There was nothing. You would occasionally ping across to Clallam Bay, Washington, welcome to AT&T or whatever. Right. So now, happy to report. So yes, that's one of those things that works really good. While we're on the good news bandwagon, if you are going to be flying on Air Canada starting on the 15th of this month, so 10 days from now as we are live, Aeroplan members will be able to send and receive messages for free from onboard all Wi-Fi equipped Air Canada flights. And I checked, this includes Rouge and Air Canada Express flights. Yay! This is a partnership with Bell. Full disclosure, Bell is the parent company of CFAX. That's not why I tell you this. You'll be able to use, here's the list, Apple's iMessage, Meta's WhatsApp or Messenger, Rakuten's Viber, 
Does anybody use that? And messages by Google. Okay, so text only. Yes, you can include pictures. Yes, you can include emojis. I noticed, uh, uh, by the way, though, I noticed for our Android friends who are on Samsung that Samsung Messages is not on this list. That's correct. You would have to use Google, Google messages. messages. And, Brian, we talked about that last week because fellow was having a difficulty with the pictures yes, on there. Samsung is switching to the default messaging app, going with the standard Android. Yeah, they're getting rid choice. of Samsung Messages. So if, oh, you're, thank if you're on Samsung Messages now, don't wait for them to kill it. Start using Google Messages now. Yeah. Your contacts and everything are all there. It just looks different. But there you go. So messages for free so you can tell people your plane is late mm-hmm. or whatever, or hopefully on time or ahead. But there you go. That's a really good deal. So if you had ditched your Aeroplan membership when they went through that kerfuffle, this would be a reason to find your Aeroplan number and put the app in on your phone because you will need to have the Aeroplan app on your phone in order to oh, yeah. be able to do this. This right. is only for Aeroplan and members. It, the good news is once you have the Aeroplan app on your phone and you put in your number, yeah. it's always there and you can pull it up at any time. And it's amazing how things segue. We can get Brian to play a video here in just a sec. There's a new way to find an affordable plane flight here in Canada. And you may initially think, no, nah, this, this, this is not for me, but Watch the video it's that totally we're going to get, and you'll see. It's called, and it's a weird spelling. They should not have done this. I, it took me five minutes to find it till I realized I was misspelling it. It's arable, not arable. It's arable. A-I-R-B-L-E. Among other things, it lets you book seats on the empty leg of a chartered small plane. Here's Mike Downey on YouTube. We have this entire private jet to ourselves, and I'm going to show you how I got it for just $500. I'm Mike, and welcome to Downey Live. They say the app is like the Uber for private jets. We're gonna give it a try. I mean, in ways, it is very simple. You simply type in where you wanna go, what dates you wanna fly it, and it gives you a list of planes that are available for you on that date. And then you just pick the one that you want. But to rent a plane is still thousands of dollars. So how do we get a private jet for just $500? Well, that's my favorite part. You see, this flight takes advantage of a little something called a deadhead. There you go. So go watch the video. Basically, if somebody has chartered a plane to fly from here to Calgary, right, and they're staying there for two weeks, yep, then Then that plane's just sitting there doing nothing. Or it's got to come back. So if they can (laughs) sell seats on it, and because it's a charter, they don't have a website, they don't do this, so step in Airbull. So they partner with all these people and companies that do small plane charters. So you get to go in your Learjet to Denver or wherever you want, and you'd be surprised. So you go in there, you say, where do we want to go? When is our flexibility? And see if there's a plane that will take you. In some cases, you can do a shared ride. So there's going to be two other people on the plane, and you will be people's three and four. Yeah, the, just these three. smaller planes obviously don't have very many seats. Yeah. The other point that I want to make, because I have flown on some of these charter flights, is those pl- those seats are comfy oh, yeah. with leg room. Mm, yeah. Oh, they're nice. Yeah, and <laughs> some of them also have a steward that's going to bring you food and yeah, drink, depending this, on what you this want. This is where rich people, this is how rich people get around. But oh. now it's where not rich people can also get around because if Brian and Judah decide they want to go to Denver but they can't afford the cost, well, maybe they can if they split that cost. It's like splitting a taxi ride or an Uber. If (laughs) we can split that cost with two other couples, Mm -hmm. eh, maybe it's affordable. And if not, maybe the plane's going to come back empty anyway because they... They base that on the prices. So, Is this run out of regular airports, or do they have their own No, that's airports? the best part. And when you watch the video, uh, you see where you go. And guess what? 
you're literally on the plane within 60 seconds of the time you get out of the vehicle. Exactly. So that's, yeah, no airports, no lineups, no other people, no smelling them, no hearing yeah. them, no Free anything. food and drink <laughs> while you're waiting. Now, it's in Canada only okay. right now. They're working on getting through the customs thing, but it goes out of the Shell Aero Center here in Victoria. Yeah. And things like that. Yeah. And the private side. So it's where the VIPs. Yes. So, amazing. Just, if nothing else, go watch Mike Downey. I love his videos. Downey Live is his channel. I don't know where you're, I'm going I, next. I will, but I will, I, there I'll mention me. one other thing about this, which is the IRBLE. There's the spelling. Even yeah. if. Even if the price of the charter jet is a little bit more than what you would pay on an airline. Oh, yeah. Leg room. So, comfy seats. You're almost alone. No waiting. Six feet. Yeah, there's usually like six to eight people that can fit in one of these jets. Yeah. And it's not crowded. Yes. What time would you like to go, Charles? Yes. As opposed to the flight is at 2.13 right. in the morning. No, it is It yeah. is the reason why, you know, rich yeah, people so, use so, these. So, Brian has punched it up on the website. We'll take a break and let him see what he finds here. And it gives you one-way round trip or tours, okay? So we'll let him play and see where he wants to go. we got a full phone board. I promise I'm going right to the calls. Thank. I just thought those things were significant that I want to get through those because we always run out of time. Colleen, Dan, Pat, Greg, Gill, when we continue. Okay, so Brian's fantasizing here during the <laughs> break there. He tested going from Victoria to Vancouver next Wednesday. Yeah, or like, yeah, I put a range in yeah. plus or minus a few days. And, and it found that there were three seats... Available for twelve hundred bucks, not per person. Three seats for twelve something. So Which that's is about four hundred dollars a person on a private plane. So now yeah. we're going to try. I don't know Kelowna. Yeah. So okay, let's try Kelowna. Try Kelowna tomorrow. Time try to, tomorrow. So short. Notice. And then there's a button at the bottom that says yeah. "Select for flexible dates within a three day, within a three day thing." And we'll just see what it comes oh, and up. And this with. is round trip. Sorry, let's go one way. Okay. And it makes me put it in again. So yeah, but, uh, the app is brand new, so it's worth trying. It's worth trying these things out while you're doing it. And then we'll just see what we'll see what it comes up. I love trying these things live because mm-hmm. then you then you have comfort knowing that that we're trying it out. And if we have okay. bugs, then you'll have bugs too. A little more pricey, and the, so the shared flights feature, which obviously could make it quite a bit cheaper, is not working yet. Yeah. But so for departures on May seventh, two seats available for for twenty three hundred for about fifteen for about twelve hundred each. This is yeah. brand new. They're signing up more and more plane owners and charter companies as we go. This is literally brand new. Mm. So give it a chance to try it out. Anyway, back to the phone lines. Colleen. Hi, Colleen. Thanks for waiting. How can we help? I think it's Pauline. Oh, I'm sorry. My apologies. That's okay. Um, I'm offline on my printer, and I it um, I have a MacBook Air. Yeah. And I uh, tried to print something today, and it says I'm offline. Okay. okay. So the first thing is, there's two halves of this, Charles. There's the printer, and there's the MacBook. So first of all, we need to, what type of printer is it? Uh, it's an old printer. It's an MX420 Canon. Canon. So you need to go and check and see if there is a blue Wi-Fi light or dot on it, indicating that it's connected to the Wi-Fi. I'm guessing not. Yes, not- it is. Oh, it is. And is your is your computer connected to it by wire or not? Uh, In other words, is, is there a USB cord between your computer and the printer, or is there no USB cord between your computer and the printer? Well, just let me look. Yeah, it's always easier, especially with older printers, to use a cable, because yeah. then it's just going to work in the vast majority of cases. Mm-hmm. This one is already hooked one time. Okay, so unplug the cable from either the printer or the MacBook, whichever one's more convenient for you. Yep. 
Wait, well, fi- wait five seconds and plug it back in. Okay, well, I'll put you on hold and I'll let you do that so you don't have performance pressure to us listening. Mm-hmm. So, the on thing, Windows... The other thing on Windows and Mac that very often call, solves these sorts of problems, especially if there's stuff stuck in the queue, is to delete the printer from the computer, add it back in. Yes. Mm-hmm. What operating system did she say she was on? She's on... Ah, uh, we did get that. She's on a MacBook. Can I leave you to chat with Pauline on line one, just so we don't keep people uh, waiting here, and we'll carry on? That's why I love having Brian here, because yeah. he can multitask. <laughs> I can't. Meanwhile, we go to Dan, who has an iPhone 12. Hi, Dan. Hey, how you doing? Great. How Great. can we help? Well, I've just got a, I just upgraded to an iPhone 12, and I'm having trouble with people sending me, say, a picture or something. It'll give me an image... Uh, and saying I got to have to download it versus it just showing up on my phone, and I'm not sure why yep. it's doing that. Yep. Which right. ca- which carrier are you on? Uh, this is Telus. Okay. Uh, the uh, so yeah, that's what happens is there's a little thumb. Sorry, there's a little thumbnail on the uh, of of the picture, mm-hmm. and then you press and I think you press and hold on the picture if I remember correctly, and then it'll offer to download. Yeah, or just tap it. The reason or tell- just tap it. I'm guessing that you're on a small data amount on TELUS. Any idea how much data per month you get? No, I think I get quite a bit because it's a it's a corporate phone, so we're all linked all together. Ah, and okay. It's not, it's not let it, It's not letting me um, download the photos all the time. When you tap the photo, it doesn't download and show you. No. Oh, okay. when I when I press and hold on a photo that uh, somebody sent me, yeah, I, I get the option to save. So that's that's what I would yeah. do. If you just tap it, it should open it. It's still downloading it using your data. And so yeah. what TELUS has done for whatever reason is they're trying to be thrifty on your behalf, not having you. So if I send you 10 photos, it doesn't download them till you tap on it. That way, if you don't have a lot of data and it won't automatically use up that data when I send you 10 photos, there is a switch I'm going to find it for you because I can't remember. I'm looking at Charles. Do you remember where the switch for auto download is? I no. th- um This is in messages. Is that how they're sending them to you, Dan? Yes. Okay. So settings, uh, settings, messages. That's right. Dum 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 dum. And where is the? Um, there's a low quality image mode, but I don't know where the actual automatically download button is. Hmm. Stay with me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find that one when we go to yeah, break. Low, yeah, the very last item in messages settings is low-quality image mode. But that's not the on one. Or off. Yeah, that's not the one whether or not to, whether or not to download. Right. I think Mine that's, was off, so I've just turned it on. No, you want to keep that off. Okay. Yeah, you want to keep that off. That would be if you, were, if you were on low data, but you still wanted to see pictures from people, then okay. it would download them in lower quality just to, oh, okay. so you'd get to see them. If your wife sends, hey, can you buy me this loaf of bread? She'd send the picture. It just wouldn't be great quality. There is another setting, and it may be a TELUS setting. So the easy way to avoid you throwing the phone across the room is just stop at a TELUS store or kiosk and say, can you check the setting on my account and see if for some reason it's triggered to if it's on their end. And if not, uh, we'll see if we can find you where the switch is to have auto-download. Each app is different. WhatsApp, Signal, Messenger, Skype, they have different settings on whether or not you want things to auto-download. That's in each individual app. But I do not see where it is in messages. I used to know, but then they went and changed it. 
God bless them. Mm. So I'll see if I can find I'll see if I can find where that is when we take a break in just a sec. I'm going to leave you on hold that as we go to break, and I'll see if I can sort that out. Stay tuned, Greg and Gil. You're up next. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Along with Charles Martin from the Victoria Mac and iOS user group, he is also London Drugs in-home technology specialist. We haven't talked about the meeting. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited about the meeting. Wednesday on Zoom. Yes. Uh, Let me just pull up what we're talking about. So uh, one of the things that we're talking about is whatever you want to talk about. So you have the mini presentation this month. And uh, you've got a number of topics that I know are, are of great interest to you these well, days. You and I haven't talked, but I'm in the middle of this huge project for the Vic High alumni. So, Well, that Remini I, thing is yeah, what I was going to suggest. I might suggest, be in the middle actually. of making a video then. I have. Oh, well. So I'll let you know. Sorry. Yeah, it was literally just... live. We haven't talked. We normally talk about what we're doing at the meetings, but we're proof we haven't. But so, that's okay. The um, uh, Believe me, there's plenty to talk yeah. about. But and uh, then the Remini main, one would be Our a main one. topic will be better understanding Siri, what it can do for you, yes. why you should use it more often than you're using it, and why these all these, yes, Alexa and Google can do more because they yeah. are gathering incredibly personal data about you. Okay. So, of course, they can do more. I will but, do my best to be a part of that, yeah. um, but I need, you need to get reacquainted with my wife. We sort of wave at each other other than watching <laughs> the coronation because I'm just head down doing these videos. It's a lot of fun. The Vikai alumni have some amazing, great grads, um, people like, like Timothy Vernon, he, you know, Pacific Opera, Victoria, right. Ian, Ian McDougall, uh, uh, trombonist extraordinaire, Order of Canada, all these things. He's a thick high grad. All these amazing people. Anne Kipling, so I'm having a wonderful time learning about them. Sylvia Hosey. It's going to be a lot of fun, and so the videos are a really great way of honoring their life, and so that Remini app is saving my bacon, taking these photos. Right. from decades past. In some cases, they're the only people to have these little tiny black and white photos. And, my God, the results were getting... Anyway, so we'll do that. That's Wednesday, 7 o'clock. If you're not a VMUG member, that's okay. You're welcome to attend on Zoom as our guest. You will find a link in the show notes. If you've not been a guest before. Yes, please, because it is a member-funded organization. It's not expensive. You get access to all the meetings and all the resources. 35 bucks a year. Yeah. And if, and if you're a couple? Uh, I, well, if you're a couple, then it's then there's 40, a family. Yeah. 45. Yeah, 45. So there you go. So, But you're welcome to come as a guest. The Zoom meeting is right next to Charles' handsome face in the show notes right above that picture of Brian. Yes, thanks for putting somebody else's face there. That's <laughs> <good>. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> okay, I talked to Dan uh, during the break, and I texted him a picture from Hawaii. He didn't get it. I texted him, hi, Dan. He got that. So I had him turn his settings messages MMS off. MMS is the service that allows... Multimedia service. Yeah, but that works when you're not texting with an Apple person. I had him turn it off and turn it back on anyway. It still didn't work. So I'm going to get him to check at a telestore or kiosk, and he's got my number, so he's going to let us know what the update is to that one. Mm -hmm. Next up is Greg. Hi, Greg. Thanks for being patient. How can we help you? Oh, hi. Thanks for taking my call. Pleasure. Um, I'm switching over from, from a, a, a slow DSL connection to a faster uh, Shaw connection. Mm-hmm. Um, Roger's connection now. Yeah. Roger's connection now, yeah. Oh, this is for internet? And, um, yes. I beg your pardon? So this yeah. is for home internet? Yes. Okay, so it's still technically being done by Shaw? 
sort of? Um, no, they were actually still... If you go on the website, there's no mention of them selling you anything. It's just support for what you've got. But in your case, you've made the deal. It will still be a Shaw Tech coming. And then you'll get an email in a few weeks saying, hey, Rogers, new name on the bill, but nothing for you to do. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, yeah so uh, so I have I have both Internet... Um, Internet's running at this, right now at the same time. I'm you're sort of a month overlap. Yes. Right. The the DSL router goes into um, my uh, airport time capsule. Right. Yes. And I still want to use uh, the time machine part of it uh, yes. to back up my computer. So That's how right. do I do that? Ah, really good and very important question, Greg. And an easy answer. Uh, so here it is. Uh, on any of your devices, there is a app built in on any of your Apple devices called Airport Utility. Uh, the easiest one to use would obviously be if you have a Mac. But if you don't, an iPad will do, an iPhone will do in a pinch. You, so you open the Airport Utility. It will see the time capsule. You will go into the settings there and just turn off the Internet portion of it. But it's still going to be your time machine backup drive. So, uh, so the, the so the backup part will continue to work. I'm amazed it's still working. But the uh, the inter- the backup part will still work. You're just not using the time capsule as an internet provider anymore. Now, so do I have to? Do I have to? Um, I have uh, at the back of the Shaw um, modem and router. There are four uh, LAN. Port. That's, That's right. right. You plug it into of one of those. Capsule. Plug it into any one of those. It doesn't matter which one. That's right. Okay. So the time capsule has got uh, uh, an Ethernet WAN port, one WAN port, and that's where the DSL connection is going in. And it's all, and then it's got three um, LAN ports as well. Do I just take one of the LAN ports from time capsule and shift it over to the Shaw and, and, and connect it to the Shaw box? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. that's right. Now, the app that Charles was mentioning, the airport utility, if you want to use this for iPhone and iPad, it's not natively built into your iPhone or iPad. You have to go to the oh, app, store app Store and right. get it. It's called I, Airport I just want to Utility. Use it for my iPad. Okay, well, no problem. Just for others, if you want to use it for your iPhone and iPad, then you can. It's called Airport Utility right. by Apple. So, but it's so, so for now, all I basically do is just move the cables around and everything should work. Well, you're, work you're doing two things. One is you're telling the time capsule not to be used as a as a Wi-Fi modem anymore. Okay. And then the second thing is you're connecting it directly into the modem you are using so that it will continue to be seen and back up. Yep. Uh, your time machine software will see it and back it up back up to it oh. like it has. So where so where is the uh, airport utility on my iMac? Uh it's uh it is on there somewhere. Uh do a search okay. uh just go into the uh just pull down and do a search. Uh, from the little magnifying glass in the upper corner, and type okay. airport utility, and it will turn up. Two words, okay. airport utility. There you go. Fantastic. Do you have a wireless <laughs> printer, Greg? Not yet. Okay. Uh, well, I do, but I don't use it as a wireless Okay, printer. if you do, make sure that you connect it to the new Shaw Wi-Fi modem, and make right. sure the modem will offer two frequencies, Shaw blah, 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 and Shaw blah, 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 hyphen 5G. Use the non-5G one because printers don't, for the like 99.999% of printers do not know 5G Wi-Fi, and they won't connect, so you're... Device. I am starting to see more printers that can do it. Yeah. But that, that's going to be a while before everybody's got one. Yeah. yeah. There one, you go. One more thing about Shaw, the, the, and I'll make this very brief. Mm-hmm. If you are, uh, if you have a home phone with Shaw, 
if you have cable television with Shaw, if you have home internet with Shaw, really the only thing that's going to change is the name of the bill. With one important asterisk. With one important asterisk. If you do not have a two-year value plan, right? then Rogers, when they take over your account, they can up the prices on you. If you have a contract... If, if which, they're going to, which yes, we don't know that they will. They will. That's why they wanted Shaw out. The prices were too low. So if you are not currently on a Shaw two-year value plan and your internet and TV comes from Shaw... Please, in the next few days, because this is going to go away any day now, and they're going to say, no, go see Rogers, go down and get on a two-year value plan. Don't do it on the phone. You can't if you try to do it on the Internet, because we don't sell that anymore. Go down to the Shaw store at Mayfair or Uptown and get on a two-year value plan by law as part of the deal. Rogers, even though they already own Shaw, they are honor-bound. They have to inherit the plan for the duration That's of right. the contract. For the duration of yeah. the contract. Sometime in the next few days, week or two, they're going to stop signing up new customers to Shaw and they're going to go to Rogers. While they're getting all that stuff sorted out in the background, please, this can make a big deal for saving you lots of money. Back after this. Welcome back to Tech Talk. A couple key things just before we get back to the phone lines, and you can read up these at, at more length here. Oh, I'm just showing this to, to Charles here. So Microsoft has released a huge update to the artificial intelligence chat engine that's built into its popular new Bing app and Microsoft Edge browser. The new version now shows images, not just words, and it can generate images as well. Bing Image Creator that we talked about, Brian, a few weeks ago, yep. it's now built right into the to the chat engine, so you don't have mm. to go to bing.ca slash create. You just ask it to do it. Oh, yeah. And they've now allowing plugins so you can chat with apps and services right within. So if you say, make me a recipe for blah, 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 and now you say, where do I buy the ingredients? And it'll bring you up all the apps that have it, and it'll send the recipe list directly to the app and will say, did you want to add these to your cart? And I just had Charles, I was showing one, so I asked the Bing search app, show me pictures of a golden retriever. Right. Here are some pictures of golden retrievers I found for you, and it tells you where they came from, and there's all your pictures. Yeah. Siri's been able to do this for a while. Yes. But now you can do it, you can create. Siri could... Siri can't create original images. And as a matter of fact, Apple CEO Tim Cook has explained why Apple isn't adding any artificial intelligence chatbots to its products for now. Right. Oh, you know they're working on it. They have a unit for this. Oh, yeah. He says AI's potential is... Very, Very interesting. But. <laughs> but he says that there's a number of issues that need to be sorted, and he's absolutely right, especially regarding privacy. And? And that it is very important to be deliberate and thoughtful. This is why Apple is usually the last company to integrate a new technology, but when they do it... They get it right. It, they try to get it right. Yeah. And they, and they re- usually get pretty close most of the time. So stay tuned. Amazon, meanwhile, plans to reboot its struggling Alexa business by working on its own chat GPT-like technology. They have their own LLM. There's another acronym for you that's going to become a big part of your life. Large the- language model. Yeah. And that's, in other words, it's, it's knowledge base, if you will. Is a ton of data. Yeah. But it needs to know what to do with that data. So that's it. So... The the update on Bing is 26 in the show notes. Apple's comments from Tim Cook, 27. What Amazon plans to do, 28. Now, the fun one. I think you're going to love this. 
There's a new website, uh, Brian, you can try this out. Item number 30 that lets you see where your home city was located during the time of the dinosaurs as well as how it's changed during other periods of time across ancient Earth. You change the time period during a drop-down menu uh, at the top of the screen. We should just correct Ellen's grammar there. Your home city wasn't around when the dinosaurs roamed the Earth, but <laughs> what they're talking about is the location yeah. of it. Dinosaurpictures.org. So there we go. So you type your address up in the search box in the bottom left. It'll offer different Victorias. There's us, fourth down. And what year did you name? Twenty million Only years 20 ago. Twenty million years ago, which is the yeah. shortest now, period. You now, can go. now, zoom in on where we were, and you will see that there's something missing. Oops. Called No Vancouver Island. Twenty oh, million yes, years ago. Part of the... Yeah, and the continent looked different. Sh- try thirty million. Oh, this kind of looks like. Is this the island up here? This up along? No, that became I think Ida Gwaii. But try going oh, oh. back in time. Change it back. It's Thirty million, yeah. thirty fifty million years. And in the top right corner, it goes. You jump to. So if you want to know when something happened, but you don't know when there was, see, it looks like. Well, we definitely would have been in Oregon uh, for a start. <laughs> so go to the top right corner, Brian. And right. You see, there's a jump, jump to. Jump to first green algae, first coral reefs, first in. in uh, when did the first coral reefs happen? When was that? First coral reef sets us to four hundred and seventy million years ago. Yep, scroll around oh, the wow. earth and you just use your mouse and you will see that things do not Can look anything like Victoria? the same planet. No, we oh. don't even. Oh, it doesn't that, even that, that was that the constant. You went is. by it, but that, that's what became. See, yeah, it's yeah got, you can see it's got not a lot of land. Anyway, have fun with this Weird. one, especially if you have kids, especially if the ADD, they will go nuts on this. <laughs> Dinosaurpictures.org if you're driving or walking. Otherwise, when you get to the show notes, item number 30. Neat. And before we take a break, we should mark a milestone. It's a milestone today, the coronation, but also 25 years ago today, Charles. 25 years ago today, my life changed, and a lot of other people's lives changed, uh, because of the iMac. I'll try to keep this as short as I can, but when I found out what the iMac first came out in 1998, so uh, 25 years ago, Steve Jobs, this was Steve Jobs' way to rescue the company, because Apple wasn't doing very well at that time. We saw when we saw this thing, it looked like nothing, except maybe an old 1950s TV set. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing that, we'd that, ever seen. And it was the first. It was another attempt by Steve to hide the computer behind the screen. It was all plastic except for the tube tube uh, CRT built mm-hmm. in. Uh, it weighed a ton. Cats. Uh, the heat vent was on the top where the cats love to sit, and <laughs> so they had to slope. It, more later, yeah. but anyway, I saw this thing and I went, "Okay, I got to go work for Apple." There this is, go. and I and I did. I Life went and worked for moment. their marketing department, and then I and then I became a liaison to CompUSA. Remember yeah. them and some of the and Sears and some of the other places. Yeah. So I was a Ma- I was an iMac evangelist for a while. Item number twenty two. If you want to look back in time in the show notes, final segment coming up after this. Back and victory, victory for us. Yes. And we just and got an email from Anne who was having difficulty, Brian, with the links that were opening underneath yes, when she clicked on yes. it. She says, thanks to Charles for his advice this morning and always to Alan for the show. Ah, thanks, Anne. I temporarily reset my default browser to Safari and oh, yeah. back to Edge and... Am Suddenly now, it's behaving. Now able to open links directly from Outlook Mail. Yay. So it was an yeah. It, started, it seems like it's an edge bug yep. that started recently. I found some support forums for the for this month as well. Yes, ah. um, but just switching and switching back seems to yep. correct it. Um, a couple quick things. Stay on the phone lines because I don't want to 
shortchange you, but a couple things that I thought would be really profound for you there. If you go down to the homework videos, item number 42 is stunning drone video on an avalanche on a remote mountain near Port Alberni. I mean, you always hear about avalanches. This guy hears it rumbling. He's just packing up to leave. Oh, no way. So he sits there and he quickly gets his drone out, fires a battery in it, takes off, puts the headset on, and get you can hear the sound right oh, there. But wait till you see the video. And he flies up. It's old, like a waterfall of snow. Y- yeah, when yeah. you first see this video, if I didn't tell you what it was, you'd think, oh, this is a really cool waterfall. No, this is snow couple kilometers from Port Alberni and he flies within a couple meters of it. Wow. Just absolutely stunning and it just keeps coming and coming and coming so that is really this wow. is what, <laughs> wow. Matt, wow. Yeah, Brian's a drone pilot in his previous life before he became a daddy. Uh, a MacTac FPV is his name. Uh, there was a story on Czech News so I thought you would love that one. Okay. That is amazing. It's just like all that snowpack is just falling. Yeah. One other one here. I have to do this. In honor of the coronation of King Charles III, Ryan Reynolds persuaded his pal, legendary Canadian actor Dana Carvey, he of SNL fame, to do a brilliant impression of His Majesty to help shelter dogs get adopted. Now be a good little doggy. Daddy's got to go to work. Coronation Day is upon us. And as your new king, or... Your beloved actor, impersonating your king, I make the following decree. Let's not all run out and buy a bunch of King Charles Spaniels, okay? You remember what happened to Dalmatians when that Dalmatian movie came out. Can we please not f***ing do that again with King Charles Spaniels? (laughs) Instead, here's an idea. Adopt a shelter dog through PetSmart charities. Shelter dogs are incredibly loving dogs, and they'll treat you like royalty. Isn't that right, Linus? Dogs save the king! <laughs> Visit PetSmartCharities.org to adopt or donate today. There. <laughs> you got to see. Uh, and the makeup. Oh, I just want to add. Yeah. Is amazing. That was really good. There's also a bunch of us, for those of you, and I know some of you out there are pilots and you love your Microsoft uh, flight simulator. Wait till you see what they've done. New Hawaii, Polynesia, uh, Galapagos, Indonesia, and Antarctica imagery. It's the free World Update oh, 13 I, you download. You know, when you queued this up earlier, I thought this was video from those airports. <laughs> no, this is this is it. This is amazing stuff. It's free for Flight Simulator. And if you're a proficient pilot, they've also added the two ATR jets, which are masterpieces of modern aviation. Uh, that's a bundle, $25 add-on. But all the new Hawaii, Polynesia, Galapagos, Indonesia, Chile, Antarctica, it's all free. You just have to get World Update 13. There we man, go. Man, this game's come a long way from Pac-Man. Got to go. Yeah. Diane, Steen, and Pat stay on the lines. Charles and Brian and I will help you off the air yep. afterwards. Thanks for being here. We'll see you. Fingers crossed. I'll be with you for the meeting on, on Wednesday. Going to leave you with the other momentous thing that happened this week. I had the honor of uh, interviewing once many years ago. Canadian music legend Gordon Lightfoot passed away. He didn't create songs. He painted Canada with music. Mm. Thanks for making us a part of your Coronation TC Book Sale Weekend Edition. We'll talk to you next weekend. This old airport's got me down.
it's no earthly good to me And I'm stuck here on the ground As cold and drunk as I can be You can't jump a jet plane Like you can a freight train So I best be on my way Early morning rain You can't jump a jet plane Like you can't afraid train So I must be on my way In the early morning rain Thank you, Gord. God save the king. And so it goes.